My peeps, my peeps, my peeps. We got Chicago in the house tonight, Eric. Shy town, man. It's like a whole shy town show. It is shy town and then Maryland. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to start again. I go to click the button to stop it. What's what? going on, everyone? Welcome to Jig Squad. I am Barracuda Ate You. And this gentleman next to me is the Minister of Culture. The Minister of Culture, <laughs> Mr. Epic Eric. What's, What's up, buddy? Up? How are you? Man, good, man, good. Caught, Your caught tan's going away already, dude. I, I caught a couple bass yesterday, bro. Yeah, what were you you testing stuff? You didn't almost lose things again, did you? No, man. I, no, I was <laughs> testing crankbaits for the two cold days. And then as it warmed up, I said, you know what? I've got these little things from it's the stuff guys over in Europe use for perch. It's like a it's like a finesse swing yeah. head. Yes. A finesse swing head. Yeah. And I, I, I sight fish too. I saw three little bass cruising the bank. So I let them by about 15 feet. I had to dead stick it in place for like a minute and a half. I tried to test really, myself dude. on a cast to go. Let me see how long 30 seconds is. It was an eternity. <laughs> but anyway, I saw one bite it. The wind kicked up. All I could see was a little black line on his tail. And man, he, I very could see nice. The, dude. The, the tail turn. I had all three of them there looking at it. And then Beautiful. I saw one flare as gills caught it. And then I caught another one. I made it to the beaver dam. It's like 430. And I'm like, I'm going to catch a good one here at the beaver hut. And a client calls me. So I had to leave the pond. Of course. Some flying stuff. I'm like, See, dude, this is this is the new year and ready to go. Well, we got a good one tonight, right? Because mm -hmm. we got Mr. John DeMay from Dem Jigs. In case anyone didn't know where the name Dem Jigs came from. John DeMay. DeMay. That's right. Who I'm very excited is another Chicago guy. So I'm from the south south air, south side of Chicago. He's up north. Uh, but yet we we know many of the similar places from over the years in the Chicago scene. So I, we're going to get John in right away because there's no reason to wait because we like to go. John, what's going on, buddy? Welcome to Jig Squad. How are you, bub? What's up, you guys? I'm I'm hoping we got some Chicago peeps in the house tonight because I think sometimes people see the name and then they, they know. Like, this is a southern, especially the Chicago area, and then, and then of course, southern Wisconsin and even in the Wisconsin, everyone knows them jigs. Don't they? Yeah, man. Sound off if you're from Chicago in the comments. But I got to tell you a story about Dem Jigs. They don't just work in Chicago. They work <laughs> on my river. Oh, man, they I saw do. I saw the Dem yeah. Jigs. And what got me, and we'll get into it a little bit later, was how he built the jig. I won't spoil it. And I'm like, this makes so much sense. Why haven't anybody been doing this for a while? So uh, I paired it up with a, a, a Berkeley Chigger Crawl. What's the Crazy Legs Chigger Crawl? The one that has the extra tentacles on the back. It's post-spawn. I'm dragging a little offshore in an in a, in a area that's outside of Spawning Bay on some rock. I'm with Travis Manson. We're fishing a tournament. First fish of the day is a 6-3-3. Thank you very much, John. The next one's like a four. Then I then I think I caught a three and change. Um Travis, meanwhile, is Carolina rigging. I'm like, you want to dim jigs? You want to dim jigs? You want to dim jig? He caught like four catfish in a row. And I'm like, why aren't you throwing the jig, man? Anyway, we uh, we came, I can't remember. We came in third with four fish. Uh, I, I caught wow. another five and then broke one off. Four uh, fish. The the oh. oh, brutal, dude. Brutal. I did I did bust a, f a five off dead stick in a Nico rig on a wall in a very pressured area. But anyway, man, dim jigs. Thank you for uh, helping me on that derby, man. That was a nice fish, man. You know, you know what? That's exactly why we do it. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's not just it's not just a business. You know, it started out as a passion. It starts out as helping other people catch fish. 
it started with helping me catch fish, mm -hmm. you know, being able to do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm glad I could help. And I remember seeing your name on the, on the sales list yeah. four years, five years, four years. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Super impressed. Very I cool. love the colors and I love the build. And, and again, as we get into it, I'll, I'll show it. I want you to show it and talk about it too. So for sure, but I thought it was a brilliant design, man. Yep. John, so listen, so you say, so you're, you are a jig maker and you are the proprietor of them jigs. So tell me this, how, how many, how many years do you think you've been making jigs, my man? Mm, I can't even tell you. I, I've been, when did the, when, when did the Bitsy Bug first come out? Oh Oof. my God. Good question. Let's see. There's some bait heads in the stream, man. Yeah. Let's Look see how far back we go. Out. That's a long time. That's a long been time. Been for a dude. while, man. Wow, that's a long time. For yep. that's a long time. I've been I've been tying my own jigs on other people's heads for ever. Wow, forever. I mean, uh, I don't remember a time where I wasn't throwing my own jig. Uh, Not it has it, it has to be twenty years. 94 is Anthony guys just said 94 is when the Bitsy Bug came out. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. Uh I I originally started tying my heads. Do you remember the Oldham's jig? Of course. The screw yeah. lock one? Yeah. Dude, threw it all the time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh threw it on a I orange had... power worm constantly. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna show yeah. you something. So show me something, man. I'm oh, he's going to grab the oldies. Woo, man. I can't wait to see it, man. I was throwing a forest oh, power. Is, this is about as yesterday. plain. This is about as plain Jane as it gets. But this, right here, see what that says. First. Oh, look at that. That's pretty nuts. Holy moly! Oh man. my goodness! Unbelievable. That's an Oldham's jig. Yep. Wow. With, Wild, dude. It it was the it was the idea. You know the the screw lock made sense. Made a the ton of sense. Made sense to keep. Nobody else did it. Nope. I think Six Sense came out with it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, no, I I used to order heads from them. You know, twenty five of this, twenty five of that, and I was sure. for me and my buddies. And yeah. It was the idea, and then you went, okay. I don't like the hook as much as I, you know, can I put my own hook in it? Is there a way that I can get molds made? Is there a way that I could change the angle of the weak guard? Uh, you know, sick and tired of throwing a big chunk of lead around with chipped paint. How can I make it more durable? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, was, John, were, you start. So it. you started off. Mm. Were you were you pouring? Because you and I, we've talked plenty and, and had some cool little conversations. But you started off pouring with the classic duet molds, right? Yeah. The classic jig molds. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, and it was a great comment you made, which is funny because I'm still I'm still this guy. Right. You said to you, the do it molds that you started with, those were like being a young kid starting with crayons. Like that's what you did. Like you started with doing molds. And I, I remember, I remember that state when you said that to me, cause it was kind of like everyone started with do it molds. Right. Or, or, or tying, as you said tonight, off of some other jigs that were already manufactured, but yeah. So you started pouring, but here you brought up something, and I'm just going to get right into it, but you brought up something about a screw lock, right? Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, based on what I know of different things that I have in front of me, and I'll show as we go, but there, there are a lot of 
you 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 use screw locks a a ton in your designs. Yes. Yeah, in a majority of them. In a majority. So talk to talk to me about that process because you decided to go with the screw lock because why? Uh, because it was for me. It was for me. Um, when you don't sell soft plastics, when, you know, Strike King sells soft plastics, why would they put a screw lock that saves soft plastics? Um, you know, I was a dock skipper. I was sick and tired of my trailer coming, you know, down the hook and following up a skip or, you know, or coming mm-hmm. back all blunt. Your bait was coming back bunched up on your hook when yeah, you knew you were good one. Oh, Even worse. There, yep. There, yeah. There's nothing worse than that. So what do you do? I, I think, uh, I think I put together every single component. And I, I think somewhere on my website, it said that like the mission, the mission was to make, uh, to put in features that made sense, that made sense that the, not everybody uses a gamakatsu hook i mean uh-huh. i have been gamakatsu since mm-hmm. i i probably couldn't even pronounce gamakatsu properly when they came me too when man came out. <laughs> but I, always, I mean back in the day back in the day i mean they had a hook for everything nobody else yeah did. you know they had a, yeah. a ewg a ringed ewg welded ringed ewg that i used every time i was fishing an ewg why well, i used braid a lot when i was younger sure uh, straight braid to sanko underneath straight braid, right <laughs> nice you know i'm telling you that they had a hook for everything and it just was a name that i trusted so what do you do you say hey i'm going to ask them i'm going to ask them and and it was funny because if they if they would not have for one, my business, the, the whole business started with a football head. Okay. Wow. Uh, I, I always tied almost every jig, every type of jig that was there. You know, I, I had, you know, swim jigs back in the day. I still had uh, grass jigs and flipping jigs. You named it. I tied it. Uh, but it wasn't a business. You know, it was just for me. It was, it was because I could get exactly what I wanted um fine-tuned exactly how to tie and how it would last and uh every once in a while you stumble across something uh a buddy of mine showed me a jig from japan uh this has to be maybe 10 or 12 years ago uh okay the depth the depths headlock jig came out oh wow it was a living rubber jig no weed guard a small little hook uh it was, in fact, I'll tell the story. He, he may be watching, he may not. He told me about this jig. The designer, Kenta Kamara, Kenta Kamara I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Okay. The designer of the jig showed him how to fish it. He showed him how to fish it. And then, you know, it got out. <laughs> wow. It got out that this technique was really good. So we had a local tackle shop, uh, Lee's Bait and Tackle. Johnny, we you guys listen. You gotta understand, Johnny. John and I talked for an hour plus just about Lee's bait and tackle and the Mm -hmm. and how that place came to be over the years. Did it become Lee's Global Tackle at one point? It changed, right? It did, yeah. Yeah, Because I've ordered from Lee's when I first jumped into JDM. I found them. I'm like, it was like a ray of sunshine. Like what? 
right. KDM Bates. Right. Yeah. Anyway, Everybody, go ahead. It, yeah, go, that's a whole different. What do yeah. you call it? A wormhole. That's yeah, a whole different for sure. Wormhole. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go down that hole on another show sometime, John. We're gonna fine. go yeah. on and talk like the Chicago scene because that's yeah. some great stories about Lee's. For sure. Right. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, my man. So so this jig was now keep in mind a bitsy bug was a dollar forty nine at the time. Cheap. Um, yes. There weren't any football heads i mean tr there were no football heads there were no Man, amazing there was no touchdown jigs there were no booyah whatever they have and there were not there was nothing um they they had this thing dialed in and it made sense the jig made sense uh it was wide head um i probably have a head it was a wide head this is one of mine but that was how do i do this yeah, I'll you're get, good. I'll you're good. We yeah. got it. We got uh, it. Right, right there. There you go, buddy. Real oh, yeah. wide. Okay. It never rolled. Here, I'll, mm -hmm. now, now I'll show you this. The line tie, back in the head, automatically brings this up and retrieve. When it's dragging on the bottom, you're yep. in hook set position, right? Crayfish up and in, in defensive mode and all that good stuff. Dude, John, hold on. I'm going to pause there and say that one more time, what you just said. Hook, yeah. set, position. So, guys, listen, I, I, not the slow roll, John, and what he's saying here, but understand that weight forward head and that line, that's still a 90-degree hook, right? And, and and because it's positioned back, you're, you have to remember, you're fishing vertically, right? You're, you're down. When you're going to set that hook, it's almost in the exact spot, just off center from the weight where where you're going to sit there and stick that fish mm -hmm. and those little simple things like there are times john here i'll i'll want i'll throw one on it there are times depending on how somebody designs a jig where you can have a 90 degree line tie on a hook and depending on how, where it sits in the jig it may be on the forward side of the head where it almost looks like it's a 60 and right. people don't realize it's not a 60 it's a 90 and it's just right. how it's positioned in the weight of the head. And there are people in this room right now that design that way. And I'm not throwing names out, but there, the point being, there are different ways things get designed, and people can't even tell by looking at a jig sometimes. But go ahead, carry on, John, because right. I love it's, hearing it's this. It's in the head because, you know, for one, it was the first jig that I let's, – let's start this off. When you're a fisherman, your goal in life – is to copy, emulate, uh, yeah. what other word? Deceive, lie. Mm -hmm. and, and what I mean by that is you're, you're trying to deceive a fish by making them believe what you have is a crayfish. Sure. You are trying to copy colors of fish or crayfish to fool a fish. If something works, you want to use that and 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 try and make it better okay mm -hmm. as a designer uh but i wasn't a designer when i when i started with my first jig that i made myself from from a hook and I you were making not. that for yourself though john right you were making right. that for, right. so i didn't to care. serve your own needs correct i didn't want to pay nine dollars and fifty cents for a jig that i was going to lose every 15 minutes 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> there, sure. there's no weed guard. You're stroking a jig. It's getting hooked up in rocks. It's getting just gone, you know? Right. Um, so what do you do? You try and duplicate it. So I had molds made out of do it. Uh, I had a gentleman make me half ounce and three quarter in a machine shop. He did this by, he was an old machine guy. Okay. He made it perfect. He made them perfect, right? Wow. I had, he put a little slot in from the screw lock. So what did I do? I improved on their design by putting a screw lock in it because I wanted my bait to always stay put. And their, their keeper was just one little piece of metal. Um, their skirt, I couldn't get flat rubber. It was a flat mm. rubber jig. It was impossible to get. There was so many stories like, oh, so-and-so bought the machine and he's keeping it in a warehouse until, you know, whatever. That uh, I bought round rubber. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, tied, I tied jigs for a show for Lee's. Uh, he gave me a little section. He said, you know, here, why don't you take this and let's see how it goes. Uh, I sold 1,200 jigs in two days. It's so crazy. And I had Does everyone like, understand how crazy that is? Yeah, I do with the tire. My dear friend, one of my best friends, Mario, he, he, we had them all on a wall behind us. And mm -hmm. everyone was like kind of looking past us, trying to look at the jigs and stuff. And he turned around, grabbed the bucket of them, and dumped them on the table. And there was a line. Like, guys were just throwing them behind each other. It was <laughs> crazy. It was awesome. It was That's awesome. John, but is this are you are you guys at Schomburg or where are you at? What show? We were, I mean, we, yeah, we were at Schomburg. Schomburg? We at the Schomburg show. Yeah. I got you. Um there were pros. It's so wild, dude. That dude, there were pros that just made me feel great, you know. Uh, how'd you do that? What show me how you did that, you know, that type of stuff. I won't I won't mention any names, but you know. John, there's hey, they let's, big, let's play they were big let's, back then. Let's play off of that a little bit. You just said something that I want to. I want to ask a little bit more about. Okay. So, and I think we've all touched on this before. I know you and I talked about this a little bit, but there's there's um like we everyone likes to be acknowledged, right? And right. but when when there are pro fishermen that see the, your work or the things that you make, mm -hmm. guys, it, it's it's you guys all know this. It's somewhere along the way you've had somebody on whether Instagram or in your fishing club or whatever it is where they recognize your stuff and they're, it just makes you feel good. Right. You know, I hate to tell you, but this to me is, it's like a drug to right. hear those things from people and not be starstruck. doesn't matter that they're a pro fisherman or anything else, but when you hear those things, everyone, the, the universal language is like jigs. Like you talk jigs and people, right. it doesn't matter what level of fishing you're at, whether you're a recreational fisherman, a professional, a pro or what it is. But when you hear those people say that, it just, it helps you understand how, how bridged the gap really is sometimes. And I don't even think we fully realize that. That's a great, when you said that, John, I, it made me think it's kind of like, it is validation because you know, if somebody likes it, who fishes at that level. Mm -hmm. that 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 validates uh your work right, right. and that's that's rewarding tremendously yeah. rewarding yeah and and you know what they're they do it for a living like these guys do it for a living i, I don't 
tournament fish for a living. If I did, I'd be 115 pounds and starve to death. <laughs> these guys, these guys, you know, they do it. They're yeah. professionals. And mm -hmm. I give them all the kudos in the world. Uh, Heck you yeah, know, man. When, when you're showing guys, when you get in, so not, this is one of the guys, okay? Uh, uh, Schaumburg show, I'm going to say five years, five years ago, six years ago, I hand this guy a handful of jigs and I say, here, you got to try these in a Ziploc bag, right? He's looking at him. You know, you can just <laughs> see the wheel turning. He's a young guy. And and uh he's feeling him. He, he now he had a Ziploc bag with these things, and he came over to the table where I was tying because we we're selling out. I'm like, okay, I'll make him all. Oh good. wow. Like, here's six more black and blue. Go. You know, mm. he comes over, he's like, Okay, can you show me how how are you doing this? How are you doing that? Right. So I, I'm proud of that. I'm proud sure. that I figured out this stupid technique of tying that makes the wire invisible in my mm. football heads. You can't find yep. it. And, and, and it makes the, the skirt fly open. Well, that, that person was set fighter when he was a, before he was an elite series guy. How about you that? Um, and That's a big deal, probably, man. Probably the same, the same show, you know, you sell, you sell a bunch and then you're on cloud nine because you know, that the guys that do this are welcoming you yes. into the industry. They're like, you got it. This it's is like it. getting invited into the tribe. Yes. That's yes. exactly right. The circle of yeah. trust. Circle yeah, of jig is. trust. In jigs we trust. In jigs we um, trust. Right? Eric, yeah, we're yeah, going to get that shirt made. Oh, it's got With a be, nice bro. flow above it or something or oh, something man. crazy. No, man. Flow, flow is the other thing. In jigs we trust stands on its own. Doesn't need flow, color, design. Definitely. You don't need jigs nothing. jigs we trust, no brother. It's all yeah, possible, man. my friend. Yeah, man. So, John, I, I got a question for you, man. It's We ask everybody this, and I think I asked the first guest we had. What do you think of when you're designing a jig? Is it flow, color, or design? I mean... From me hearing you talk, you thought a lot about the design in the early days. Now, yeah. how do you attack it from like beginnings to today? Now, now I'm completely opposite of what I was when I first started. Um, it, fascinating. For one, I don't call it design. I call it purpose. Okay. What is the purpose? What am I trying to accomplish? What I, I mean, what's the problem? Right. What's the problem? Does it not come through cover? Does it not? What's the problem? Solve it. Um, yeah. I haven't on, on a whole lot of <laughs> stuff, but I but I have remedied and changed positions of hooks. And people don't realize sure. that five degree difference in a, in a line tie gets you through cover or doesn't. Um, five Amazing, degrees right? on a weed Great guard. Great comment, I dude. I don't call them weed guards. I call them brush guards because weeds mm. need That's a head easy. to go through. The, sure. The weed. The we it's a brush guard. It stops you from getting hooked on a stick. Yep. Um, or a dock or a, a fuel line on a. On a That's boat. fascinating. Pin, pin that comment. Kuda five percent makes the difference. That's crazy. It does. And it then does. all the crazy. testing that goes into that, man. So you're you're purposeful in your design. Um, let's make you big. Let's take a look at this. This is the new swim jig, right? Yeah, that's a new swim jig. Oh, it's oh, oh wait. I know that color. <laughs> I know that color. Ooh. It's it's delicious, baby. <laughs> oh boy. 
Let me just name all the stuff in Jigs We Trust. Galicious. You did. That was a good name. Galicious. Thank you. Galicious, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's man. good. You're damn right it is. Anyway, so talk to us about that design. I mean, there's a yeah. purpose to that. I want to hear about the concept there. You don't have to break down the secrets of what you did, no. but let's talk about it. Because that, that's that's no, that's a very unique looking jig. There's no secret behind it. Um, thought went into it a lot. Um, you know, you you look at. I guess, I guess I've been inspired by JDM products, uh, by by companies from Japan, just because they're artists. They're uh, and it, and it isn't the art; it's functional art. You know, true uh, functional art. True, Love they're it. engineers. You know, they, they the engineering. There's a right? reason, right? right? There's a purpose and, and reason behind the engineering, but it's well thought out. And it's hard for you to see it. And I'm not going to hold up stuff, but you guys have this, the new swim jig. There are, okay, for product um, longevity, yeah. for lack of a better term, the eyes, although they're 3D, they're set in with what he, what everything else has, you know, brow lines and mm -hmm. cheeks that protect the eye. Yeah. Yeah. It protects the eye. So it's a longevity thing. It looks cool, but there's also there was a roundness to mo most swim jigs, and you know what? Every everybody, you know, do you like chocolate? Do you like vanilla? Do you like sure strawberry? I have the grass up here, and and I guess I was a little selfish because I do design for me, and then I hope that the world world will engage it with it someday. <laughs> but the the here, I don't know if you can see that. That's a good view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, good, good angle good there, buddy. It's like pointy, it. mm -hmm. but it's also round. Mm -hmm. It one is. Of the, one of the best jigs all around. I had this discussion with a, 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 another jig maker buddy, uh, Ryan Whitaker. He said something about, Ooh, you know, what's, your, what's the best head? He said, ball. The ball head. It deflects. It, it deflects off a cover. So... I have it pointy enough to get through grass. I have it round enough to deflect off of trees and bushes and dock posts and all kinds of stuff. Everything was done with a purpose on the swim jig. I have the original, the same hook that's in my flip swim, yep. which is a custom Gamakatsu super line hook. Uh, everybody used to look at a Bravarni jig, a, a I mean, amazing jig. I use them. They're right. Light wire, light wire, great for hookups. Uh, great for hookups. But in but, my Potomac River grass, you get your feelings hurt. I need something yes. beefier. That's the truth. That's yes. a fact. I love a Bravarni jig just as much as anybody. It's the OG, right? Kind of. Yeah. It's a yeah. well-known jig in the northern, in our circles. Bravarni is one of the kings. That is true. Yes. John no, knows yeah. this, right? He got it right. Yeah. He got it right. But the beefier hook, tell me more. Custom Gamakatsu. Right. It's strong, but there are, you know, there were a lot of people. You know, I had I had them at a show once, and uh oh God. When I when I designed the flip swim, in addition to the other the football heads. The football heads had a lighter wire, but that was a custom hook from decoy. 
when decoy was in a 1200 square foot facility in, in Japan, uh, when they actually made their own hooks, <laughs> they made me my own hook. Uh, That's it incredible. was a, a, a black nickel jig 11 hook. They make it today. It's silver only. They make it for me in a black nickel. Uh, I'll never forget when I, I asked how many did I have to buy? And they said, 4,000. That's and it. Said, Sold. That is Sold. it. Oh my they God. Made, they made you because a custom hook. 4,000. They made That's me a custom crazy. hook. Crazy. That's now, decoy, John? Decoy. That's do you crazy. have any of those jigs? Do you have any of those jigs left? Show me the hook. I want to see it. Yeah. Four thousand. That, that's crazy. That decoy made him a hook, dude. I thought he was gonna say twenty five thousand, forty thousand. I can't believe decoy made him a hook, and, and that could have he, been twenty five forty. Could have been less. He's talking to Japan. Good gosh. This is. Wow! Well, I'm gonna make you big, Jim. Oh my God! Yeah, beauty. This is a jig eleven hook. It's a stout hook. It's a stout hook. It's not a flipping hook. It's a stout hook in in regards to all the other hooks they made. <laughs> I yeah, I yeah. had a whole bunch. You know. So did you spec the I, wire? You told them what diameter yeah. you wanted, right? This this gauge. It's a bad little gauge. bitch, man. Yeah, it is very nice. It was perfect. And here's what I got out of people that used it. I don't lose fish. I said, yeah, because there's no flex in the hook. There's no flex in the hook. There's no weed guard for one. So yeah. a lot of guys will lose fish due to a weed guard hindering their you know, hook penetration. But they the, the idea of using a different hook was what I wanted to do because – I guess when you're copying somebody, you don't want to wear the same color shirt. You know what I mean? Right. You want to change something for the better. You want to sure. you want to see. You want to see where maybe other jigs have gone wrong. You know mm. what, what would change it? What hookup ratio? Spot on. The, the moment I started using it. Wow. That's crazy. Do you still how many do you have left of that original four thousand gone? Oh gone. Oh my gosh. At so the bottom crazy. at the bottom of some lake or sold. So here's the thing. <laughs> I, I bought them once I once I bought the original four thousand, I bought them a thousand at a time. I bought four okay. out and three out. I okay. still have probably five or six hundred three out somewhere that I use in my tube jigs when I pour my own. Ah. Uh, and the there was a change. Okay. And the change mm. came because I was waiting four months. I was selling. So I, I molded a lot of these out of my garage. Okay. Uh, in fact, the first 5,000 that I made were in a garage sitting. Wow, on, dude. Sitting it's a lot of, chair. it's a lot of molding. Kuda. Yeah, it was horrible. It's How horrible. Did he, he, had to use the he had to use the adjuster a few nights in a row. Dad, yeah, <laughs> on you, his brain. I'm going to make a jig squad adjuster and sell it. Little scraps of two by four. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Yeah. Like a buck. I include them on all all yes. future maybe merchandise orders down the yes. line. You get an adjuster. Yes. 
Yes. So, so John, awesome. 5,000 in your garage. That's crazy. But then that's a lot of jigs. Did you start to run into supply chain issues? You said you're ordering a thousand. I, I did. Uh, once it started taking four months to get hooks, Ooh. Um, I kind of went, all right. And then I got a tip. Uh, I found out uh, uh, the owner, uh, owner 5313 is the hook that was in the depths hook jig. Okay. I wanted to, I, I wanted it, I wanted it to be exactly what I was using when I was sure. having success. Right. Oh, sure. And I was starting to have supply chain issues. I was starting to, I never doubted the decoy. If, if they yeah. said, Hey, we'll give you, you know, access to 10,000 of them. I change it. Uh, but I changed it over to the owner 5313 two years ago or three years ago. Is it that one with the curved it, point? Yes. Yeah, with a little curve. Yeah. What is the purpose of the curve? I think it's the... Like, when when the hook designer was thinking about this, what were they thinking about? I when have you a, like, I'm when gonna, you, uh, Tell me, I don't know. Circle hook, maybe? Oh. John, John's right. The, it is the foundational end where when you set that hook, it's going to be a slight roll that's going to initiate that skin hook. And then as it pulls through, because of the rest of the design, it's going to hook similar to how another hook would, but function is similar to what a circle hook would accomplish. Now, listen, I'll tell you something. There are guys that'll turn around. And I, I, I think the 53, I like the, this owner hook. There are people that said, oh, I don't, I don't totally like it. But the thing is, you know, I, I personally, for a long time, John, ironically enough, I used a 5318 is my tube jig hook for lots of years up until no joke until about three years ago, I was using four years ago. I was using 5318s in my tubes. Wow. And I had a lot of guys. And to be honest with you, the reason I backed off of it is because too many of my guys in my scene for smallmouth on, on the great lakes or Lake Michigan were telling me that they were breaking off and I wasn't. But they were also fishing more than me. And so I wound up switching. Off? What's that? What do you mean they were breaking off? They they were breaking the hooks. Oh, and okay. I don't know if it was a series of, of, of a bad batch that they got, but it was mm-hmm. enough to scare me where I started throwing Gamagatsu six of fours. And that's what I started um, making my tube jigs out of. And And for a while, here, I'll tell you one more. For a while on the tube jigs I was making, I was going up when we were throwing three and a half inch tubes, I, I moved up all the way to four out hooks, Gamagatsu 604s. And now you, you can't catch me with a, with a four out Gamagatsu <laughs> 604. I'm going down. I'm making, I'm making two out because I'm throwing small tubes now almost exclusively. That's crazy. But that's just, that's my world. So if is, I that, is that, is that 604, that little stout Gamagatsu short shank? 604, mm-hmm. Eric, that's the one. It it is it's it's build. They call it a heavy wire. They call it a gamagatsu heavy wire. A six oh four. I personally don't view it as a heavy wire. I will tell you this. But is, is it threw, a short? Is it short? No, it's not, Eric. It was it. You you remember all those freestyle jigs I made that I made for Florida and was catching tarpon on and snook and that stuff down in Florida. I remember, I'm, I remember looking at it, but I have to see the hook to yeah. know what I'm talking about. Go Let's ahead, John. see. Here, let me make you big, John. Okay, you got the red. He got the red. I really like red. 
That yeah. red's sexy. I'm about red, man. I love it. Now, what's oh, crazy man. about the? Oh my God, John, you're gonna make Eric's gonna <laughs> lose it. <laughs> hey, hey, bet you didn't know they freaking made a G lock in oh. red. And, and look at the eye hey. on that. We'll talk about that later. Wait, John, to, wait till you're John from what? Lithuania. John from Lithuania, it's a Gami G-Lock. What? No. Swear to God with this. It's a perch thing. I'll show you the package. It's got foreign writing on it. I don't know what the hell all right, so, hey, all right, Eric, let's, anyway, let's have I'm this sorry. conversation with John. John. Well, we're getting into hooks. This is the hooker yeah. section. Yeah, this is the hooker. This is the hooker section of Jig Squad. So, John, is, he, here's on. the thing. Let me add to that. You get what you pay for. You can Dude, what you're paying for. It's a hook thing. Dude, John, dude. Eric, so Eric loves red. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to play off of Eric's red because for the longest time, I had a very long run where all my drop shot hooks were all red. I don't know why. It's what I used. Since then, you, I'm not using the reds as much. You, you know have a box like of 604s. Real, real quick, I want to know, is your red 604 gold underneath? These hooks That's are a good gold. Question. The trebles that I use that are the number fives, which is an odd size for a treble. I don't want to get off topic here too a much. Five. But red for, for one, as they as it like goes through cover and the bass bite it, it starts to shed the red. And now it's got gold. It's like a little bit of gold with red. So I get a little extra flash, not too crazy, but so I get a little double double thing going. What is it on. like it's, anodized? It, it must be the, the treble hook is gold, and so is this thing, dude. I, I, yeah, I caught some fish on it yesterday. So are you little, pouring little with those, John? Anyway, go ahead. To what extent are you using those, or what applications are you using, or what type of jigs are those for? A rainy those day. So I do a ball. I do a ball head. I do a ball head with screw lock. Uh, oh, yeah. I do stop, them. Stop, the, pre stop you, the presence. You, you do oh. a ball head red with screw lock. Yeah. The, uh, uh, folks, this has been Jig Squad. That's that. That is almost enough to do the show right there. That's because it, that's it. Thanks for coming tonight. You just landed in the custom. This is JDM domestic. I'm a ball head guy. I, I'm like Whitaker. I'm like Ryan from Tightrope Fishing. I am a ball head nut. I love it. I use it when I shouldn't, and I use it when I should. You know, if you have problems with baits rolling. You move to a football, right? Mm -hmm. You yeah. think, in theory, when you're not when you're not bouncing off a cover, when you're not when you're not trying to get it through weeds, you're you're doing a sturgeon bay three foot deep, slow roll, tiny little. That's 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 the niche. Now these are three odd, right? Beautiful. I, I, have buddy, I have a buddy of mine that fishes sturgeon bay. He asked me probably like five times so far in the last two years to make them a, a bunch of red ones. I will. <laughs> uh, but the, uh, the football head, uh, I, I gave you guys some, did you see them or not? Yeah. The, the, the small ones. Yeah. Those, those are no, Is no, that it? the tiny one, three sixteenths. Yeah. Yeah. This has got to be the tinies. Yeah. You don't think yeah. it's a, those are those are two odd. I have one odd, three. Eight, These are eight. eighth. I just showed right, John. Yeah, eighth and three sixteenths. Let me look. So there's two weights and two hook sizes. Mm -hmm. So one goes mm -hmm. two odd, 
with both weights and one is one at with both weights uh with oh yeah i see the difference with both weights i should say um and kyle carpenter uh asked me to get a mold made and really like 1100 from the real shot oh i did notice john i see that they're different sizes it's eighth and what sixth eight three sixteenths three three sixteenths yeah they're perfect. the The little two watt is great on the two point eight Kai Tech, yeah, uh, Key Tech, oh, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And then uh, the one watt is absolutely a stud with the um, Mega Bass Spark Shad. The little really, two-watt. that's whatever my fave, bro. That's my fave. Yes, the two point two point something. I, I've caught some. I I caught like a seven at Smith Mountain on that thing. That's I was using the Gamakatsu ball head, but anyway, didn't have a screw lock. Wish it did. Yeah, right. And that's I guess <laughs> yeah. why he wanted to do that. Yeah. It's hard. Those yeah. those are two great sizes. They really are. And I mean two out two out is just the juice sure, all around. Really? And you know, I'll tell you what, John, I don't I don't think that I would have realized how much I could utilize a one out hook. And it wasn't from Fish of the Great Lace, I could tell you that. My experience with the one out, sorry, I'm just Plugging in my laptop here. Um, my my where I learned that I could be highly effective with a one-odd size hook and ball heads mostly was when I was wading the rivers for smallmouth, northern mm. Illinois rivers, pr- predominantly the Kankakee River. And did, I would get did in the you water. say, did you say Kinky River or Kankakee? The Kankakee. Never heard of it. Kankakee. Kankakee K-A-N-K-A-K-E-E. Yeah. Gotcha. And 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 from that experience of fishing the Kankakee River, um, we like a one out hook on a ball head. I, I would literally go to the river and I would fish eight eighth ounce and sixteenth ounce ball heads when I was in the water. Now, if we're out of a jet boat and stuff like that, we'll we'll fish, you know, heavier jigs depending on the current flow. But when I was wading in a river, I learned I learned to fish for smallmouth swinging through current seams. And mm. holes with eighth and sixteenth ounce jigs with no joke, Mr. Twisters on the back end, and all types Damn of little right paddle tail swim baits. Hell but yeah. I will tell you this because of that, fishing the river like that, it taught me how to use a ball head in ways that most people probably couldn't to get through cover, to do different things, and to maintain line contact or, or jig contact, and how much I could actually get away with. with um, having some little sway in my line. And, I, you know, I'll never forget what I've learned from that. And so when I go to the Great Lakes, I feel like I'm magic with a ball head, right? Like I feel like I can do things that most people can. <laughs> That's um, awesome, dude. But I will say that the football head has helped me. It's allowed me to adjust how I fish when I'm fishing the Great Lakes. And it's been a very – it's been a rewarding experience because for a lot of years I, I would only fish a ball head on Lake Michigan on the southern end. And now using a football head, it's just it's changed everything for me, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Interesting, very interesting. And I love, I love that these screw locks are on these jigs. These are next level, buddy. They're great. Eric, you got some of these little ball heads, some of the footballs too. Uh, they're beautiful. Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe not. I, yeah, I got to. I probably put them in the bag upstairs. They're probably in the bag already. I got I got like some 
I got some dim jigs bags, man, for sure. Wait so a let me look. Let me look. John, somebody asked. I I just want to ask this because somebody asked about this. Somebody asked about the. Uh, oh gosh, what did they say? Are are one of the the Joe footballs? They asked are not being sold on the website or just out of stock or. Okay, so. I, I took them down. I took them down because of material. Uh, I can make them as the originals with round rubber. Uh, I I spoke. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the whole flat rubber scene and where where it went and who did what. But Andy's from Andy's Jigs. Yes. Uh, he produces the flat rubber. Mm. So I called him and I said, "Okay, I need some." And he goes, I only have 300 pounds. Well, and, they're for my, and they're for myself. And Wait I said, three, so, 300 pounds forevermore? 300 pounds because of COVID, because the factory oh, shut oh, down. Oh, got it, got it, got it. He's got not, it. He, and he did not want to part with a pound of it. Wow. So I have some. I went directly to Lure Parts Online and I bought every little five foot piece they had. Wow. And Which I made as many just as I could. I still have some, but I'm afraid that if I leave them up, if I leave them up, somebody's going to go, give done. me 30, give me 30 and I'm, then I'm done. Now, if people could ration, we'll do it. <laughs> right. So you, it's, they, John, no, they you can put find, them up there by everything. <laughs> right. So if you're looking, guys, there are links down in the show description below the video on YouTube. But, you know, here's Dem Jigs where you can find them online. But like I said, the link is also down below in the description. Check John's stuff out. I mean, lot, lots of cool stuff. I mean, it's just, like I said, we're doing this about stories. and But at the end of the day, you know, just to see these different things. And, and pretty much your bread and butter are those three things. One, two types of football jigs, right? Um, the, the, and then also this new swim jig, is that up on the site yet, John? It's not. Um, so for one, also the new swim jig does not have a screw lock. The new swim jig does not have a screw lock. I got you. I fought, I fought with my head. I fought with myself over it. I developed a tool that allowed, okay. So for one, uh, somebody in the jig business, they, they have a really, yeah. They have a really good jig business, uh, told me there's no money in hand ties. And I said, oh, you're wow. right. You know, <laughs> we had this conversation a little bit the other day, it. John. And I get it. And I get it. So when somebody says that to you, that's very successful in the jig business, you go, all right, maybe I could do this to make money and do this to satisfy the, the profession or the the passion part, right? Do hand ties for buddies and and do rubber banded to make money there to pay go. for the material, yep. right? So that said, I get, I use my jig. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put bands on them. I bought some bands and I couldn't get them over the top of the screw lock. Hmm. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, dang it. It's not going to be simple. It takes me a minute and 15 seconds to tie a jig. This this jig took me a minute and 15 seconds to tie. It takes me like a minute to fumble with my fat fingers to try and put this band over the top of a screw lock mm -hmm. and then get it up on to the keeper, right? 
So I developed I've tried a tool. that. That's hard. Right. But I developed a tool, and you'll recognize this. Gambit. Sure. Tool. Yeah. Okay. This isn't the one. The, the one I the one I did, I ground down enough to put a band on it. Then you open it up and put it on the jig, right? So as as things happen, when I hand tie, so this is not a hand, is this? Yeah, this is a hand tie. So when I'm done with a hand tie, every single hand tie, every single one, it's just, it's a, it's, I don't know. I, I just, I pull as hard as I can. And then I mess with the colors. I pull it as hard as I can. And then it's done, right? Well, out of habit, when I banded the first jig, I pulled on it <laughs> and it popped off and it went right into the spring. And oh. I went, oh, that's not good. The first time this thing comes off, my customers can be cussing me because he's got to use yeah. a pair of scissors just to save the head. And then right. what do you do with it, you can't put another one on unless you have one of these tools. Oh, I've so, done it without a tool and bled for it. Yes, it's not fun. It's oh, not, God, no. It's the purpose was to make things easier, not more difficult. So yeah. I immediately, I literally had uh, the 3D drawing. I had everything done, designs done, prototypes done. And I went, stop, wow. stop. Look, do me a favor. Give me a great metal keeper. Give me that because this is not going to work. And I stopped it. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did because now I could, you know, now I could do 200 jigs in an hour throwing them on, you know, but they're not for sale on the website. The reason I did it was for the bigger stores, the potential for some bigger, bigger people that I want to be able to facilitate and I want to be able to supply them and be able to, uh, I have, you know, apply plenty of stores that carry them, not the swim jig, my hand ties. And when they order 500 jigs, I'm like, oh, I got to make 500. I got to make 500 jigs or I got to make 200. And it's not a quick thing. Mm -mm. So kind of, you kind of go, mm, yeah, this is, it was, remember when you were young and you used to cut your lawn, it was fun. And then you had to, <laughs> and yeah. and you had to. <laughs> now it's a job. Yeah. I feel you brother. So John, tell me, so hey, um, silicone is your game, but you play around a little bit. Did you did you send me some hair? So John, you guys, John sent me some hair things, and I think he did it just to amuse me because you're not you don't you're not selling hair, right? No, any type I, of hair jigs. So of course, what does he do? He, he just shows hair. me that he's able to he, do these things. He starts he, sending he, me some he, hair. He, he teases it with hair. He does, but <laughs> I'm gonna show I'm gonna show this little gem because black is cool, but I think this white one is killer, and I really like it, John. So I'm gonna show this one. With the with the ultraminal head, look at this little gem. You guys see this? Oh, look at the yeah. eyes. You see the eye on that? It's sexy. I love it. And then hold on, wait. I'm just telling you, just so you know, John does all kinds of cool things. He does. Hold on. And by the way, John, I did take note that there are two different sizes here. Of this. Oh, you guys Ooh. see that? Wacky. You know? No, no. You know what this is? This is a drop shot, baby. Oh, and you know what hook that is, Eric? Don't even tell me it's a BS stinger. 
It's a B10S, I think. Is it, John? Do you know? It is a B10. It, the bigger one is a B10S. The other one is a worm hook. It's a worm hook. Decoy, worm, worm size one. Fantastic. I love it. Um, yeah, Eric, you must be missing a whole bag. I bought you, I gave you a whole bunch of stuff. I I literally made two of stuff or I exactly. saw stuff. Exactly. If, if I had Kudo, two, are I, you sure you didn't get my bag? It said E on it was scratched out and said Kuda. I don't know what the hell happened. Eric, did you not get any hair jigs? I didn't. They're, they're Kuda, in there. Kuda got my hair jigs. Maybe they were supposed no. to be for you, dude. No. <laughs> I'll find them. Maybe I'll they. Find, yeah. They probably came the week I went to Florida and I came back to like work. I just next day them. I, I next day them. They, they just they came, came the other day. Oh, you mean to like they are in my mailbox? They could be. They might be, Eric. Damn, I literally. Man. When did I get them, John? Yet was it yesterday we were talking? Yeah, or Tuesday, John. Everything I, I pulled out was from before, so I'm showing stuff that I've had. You know that I. Oh no, had. you got stuff coming then, Eric. Oh, no, it's because it, it, I have a little. Have... I've showed your stuff on other streams. I have my little dem jigs thing. It's in like, a folder. Oh uh, man, no, I did not get it. Did it arrive? Did you get a it must be in my mailbox? He had it's Eric. in the mailbox. I next date it to you to uh, your house. I got oh, two man. packages. I don't I don't know what to tell you guys. Well, I could leave for 10 minutes to no. come back. That damn it, Kuda, you didn't tell me next date stuff. I, I thought I, I thought you had it. I had them jig stuff because I bought them jig stuff five years ago. Oh no, this is the new good stuff. Oh no, he's this getting, is I've the, got new good stuff from John <laughs> since five years ago. I'm sure I it's coming, the, Eric. I want the new, 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 new stuff. Eric, you yeah. gotta understand, John's like not even 30 miles from me, right? And you're like no, that's that's just not real. That's not fair. I don't want to hear it. I really don't because I would be in John's garage in his shop. I've, I've seen worked, John's garage. I'm gonna go up and visit and have a cocktail I'd, with I'd him. I plow soon. snow for him just to hang out with him to talk bass fishing, dude, for fucking free. Oh, I said a bad word. They didn't hear that. Dang it. Anyway, oh, that is God. so funny. John, tell me this. All right, so your box is coming, Eric. Yes. John John's got a bass brain, everybody. For everybody that doesn't know, I've had some bass conversations with John. He is, I think, first and foremost, yes, you designed to solve problems, but listen to what I just said. You design to solve problems. So you think about the purpose, but in that purpose thought, you are a designer. Like you're a master yeah. designer in my brain. I mean, you You've waded into the JDM world. You appreciate the artistry and the mastery of the way they engineer their products for a purpose, whether it's for a specific action. I like yeah. how you think you're trying to solve a problem or an end for a purpose, but that's that speaks all about design. And then everything else comes, flow and color, because uh, you really do have a great color sense as well. I mean, you, you, you built some beautiful things. but um, And John's a fisherman, which is really cool. I mean, he's out there competing and, uh, you know, just take a look behind him. He's got some gear to show uh, that he can catch him. Yes, so. he does. Yeah, man. So he's he's a he's a straight up bass head. It's not just about jigs. John is a bass head. He happens to have a super talent in jigs. Um, so anyway, that's that's my little that's my little ode to you, John Demay. What can I so, say? So, John, let me let me say this. So I always so the big joke over time. It's, it's not the big joke, but I think that. The one of the big impetus, the big impetus behind Jig Squad was about these concepts of flow, color, and design, right? Eric's ta Eric's talking about. Them. So when I came up with them, they basically and I put them in order for what I 
like what excites me, like what I think about when I design, right? So that's why I did it. But it doesn't mean that they're not interchangeable and they can't be adjusted and everything doesn't mean design. So that's why it's nice to hear everyone talk about it. But I'm going to say something about you and what I see and how you design just because of the stuff you sent me. So, and this is not to say that other jig makers don't do it. I just say, I just think there's sometimes there are certain jigs that I see from designers that excite me for certain reasons. Maybe because it reminds me of some of the things that I appreciate in designing a jig too, or some of my strategies. But here's the thing that I've never got to say as much about, but even though I put flow first, because I, I think that that leads to how I want a jig to look, what I want it to do, what's the function of it. But I will tell you this, the other thing I don't get to say that much is color excites me more than anything else. Eric knows this. But the thing is, there is flow of color. And what I mean by that is how colors interact with each other. And, you know, I grew up in a household. My mom was an art teacher, right? My two sisters, one one turned became an interior designer, one became a graphic designer. And, and then there was me that was a little bit of all those things, but never went into that field. But I love how colors interact with each other. I like bright colors that are standouts, but I also like flow of color, like earth tones and stuff like that, especially greens. And like, like you guys aren't going to see it as much on this one, but this has got some of that magic crawl blue in there. Mm. But there's some browns and greens in here that are just, you know, the lighting stinks comparatively to what I would like to show. But this would be an example. Like these are my type of jigs, right? Like I love this for bass and, um, and cause the colors flow together. Right. And, um, I just, I, I dig the way you design. I mean, you, you've, you've, you probably have made more jigs than we, we would ever know about, but the ones you picked is your primary <laughs> bread and butters on your, on your site and what you have. They're extraordinary, dude. Fit and function. <laughs> no I mean, question, they're man. just, they're just clean. They're phenomenal. I love them, dude. Color Larry Hadley. Guys, I gotta do my I gotta do my every stream. John, have you ever seen Larry Hadley stuff? He he on Instagram is the let me see Larry if I get this right right A N G L U. Um, is it the Angler or just at Angler? No, it's the. I think. Let me confirm. Where's my phone? So Larry Hadley has um got to look and I got to make sure. So Larry Hadley. Everyone's all clamoring about his his paint jobs. He basically paints um, like a multicolored head. It's the Angler. I'll put it in chat. Um, but anyway, Larry makes some phenomenal painted heads, and I just love them. And every time I see him talk, I just think of how he paints heads. They're, they're some of the greatest painted heads I've seen. Look at Trippy Sticks is in here too. He's been putting out some cool heads too, and. Um, but anyway, dude, everyone, Larry Hadley likes color. I know that. And Larry, Larry Hadley mostly, John, how about this? Um, so a lot of guys that like the brighter colors, sometimes we normally think of them as some of the saltwater fishermen. Talk to me about brighter colors compared to like the browns and greens and earth tones. Are you ever designing any jigs that you would use for specific applications for northern bass fishing? Like the shot colors. Shot colors. Would you? That's what would I like. You ever color. design in those type of styles? And tell me why. When you would do that? Um, I have. I have tied plenty of flamingo pink swim jigs. Um, I have 
uh, pink and gray, uh, things that don't necessarily look like nature um, to see. Uh, you know, there are a lot of guys uh, that were, you know, guys that I, I think about all the time as far as uh, just veterans of the sport and they will look you straight in the eye and in no less words say, you made two colored jigs, black and brown. And that's it. And 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 yeah. that's how it goes. And I get it. I get it. You only need one color shirt. <laughs> just, yeah. you do. Why do you have many? Because you're trying yeah. to just right. figure yeah. something out. Yeah. You know, you're trying, hey, I, I like, I like. You go in my closet, I like gray and blue, right? <laughs> but you go into my tackle box, and I have every color there is. There are jigs that I tried to do to say, okay, uh, this gentleman wants me to do. I did a, a, a 20 or so tilapia. Okay. Um, I, I looked at them and I went, I'm not even I'm not gonna give you these. <laughs> They're good. Right. They looked exactly the color concepts that the the he sent, you know, people send me pictures all the time. I get pictures of crayfish claws, I get pictures of you know, whatever. Some some people send me pictures of weeds. They're like, this is what I want it to look like. <laughs> um, but I I feel like when I do something. Um, over the top, I feel like it's always geared towards a small mouth, right? I feel like it's always geared to a small mouth. I feel like large mouth are just dumb and they want turd colored jigs and, you know, they're dumb. They just want what natural looks like and that's it. Bright colors seem to shut them away unless it's river fish, which I feel a river large mouth is more like a Lake small mouth any day, you know, I fish lacrosse, Wisconsin, and these things are, they'll, they'll hit a white swim jig harder than anything, right? You throw a white swim jig in a lake by me, you won't, they turn around and run, you know, but there's so many colors that guys want to have, they got to have it. And that's a good, still, there's still not a person in this planet that can tell you what color they see that True. Bass can see i mean once you hear one guy say did you know red's purple underwater <laughs> did you know did you know that chartreuse is like gray at 22 foot deep I, so you mentioned it earlier john yeah. how about you know i'm just gonna say it because why because i get to say it right um hey Pink, uh, and I'm not going to say the crankbaits because it's probably one of the most popular jerk baits anyone ever throws, but pink and any version of pink anything. And, you know, I, I've i been on fishing trips with guys, if we were sight fishing, that they would use, they'd, they'd go through one pack of bubblegum TRDs for the whole week, you know? And, like, it's just it, pink. Smallmouth love pink. You know, that doesn't, that doesn't so matter. Mouth, it's bro. Just, What's pink that trick? So you, you'll throw a pink trip trick worm, Eric. And that's something like I I, I don't throw a pink trick worm, but pink buzz that's bait, pink spinner bait for show. Yeah, Crazy. I, I, I don't think I don't show. never seen a pink crankbait though yet. I get I, I, have, I suspect one's I, coming now. I have a pink waddle bat. 
yeah, I do too. That pink and uh, uh, pearl white. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And, and uh, Molex makes one as well. I have one. It's almost like a duplicate of a. Um, do they pink. really? Molex. I've seen, Molex. I've seen crappy cranks in pink for sure. Hey, look at anyway. look at what Andrew said. Fishing to two six two. Al Linder, hot pink X wrap in every episode. If it's good enough for Al, it's good enough for me. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that says a lot because Al could have picked any color X wrap he wanted. Right. And if he's reaching for the pink, think pink, bros. Yeah, yeah, but don't don't you put on special what you can't sell? That's so true. Well, that there's would that people, too. Would people buy it? There, there's there's this thing about shot colors. Like I've thrown straight up fluorescent orange for largemouth, and they freaking hammer it. Mm -hmm. What the hell's that looking like in the water? Here, here's like that, a, here. That, that 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 color right there, cold water, man. I've nailed them on it. Yeah. Here's a color uh, for what, you. What's, what's a methylate trickworm doing around in the spring? When a methylate trickworm, right? What the hell is that? Here's that a color like for you. Nothing. So the salmon and steel salmon and trout guys on Lake Michigan, and I, that's just my reference point, but they'll tell you how great the color wonder bread is. And then I start seeing how much wonder bread pops up in uh salt water, top water. Is that, is that white? Is that white with multicolored polka dots? Yeah. It's yellow, yeah, yellow, yeah. blue, and pink basically, or chartreuse blue and pink. But I made the comment. I'm like, I basically think if you don't see the color, right, it's a differentiation of color that breaks up the profile of the bait because it's spotted. Right. So I think that that might be the draw of uh, a Wonder Bread colored bait because it's different colors. They don't all, it still looks like shades, you know? So it looks like a differentiated um, broken up pattern is basically it, what I think it looks like. I wish, I wish, I know you would never do this to that special Barracuda behind you, but if you could paint him Wonder Bread, I'd really appreciate it. And so would the stream. Paint him Wonder Bread? <laughs> yeah. I like for, Wonder Bread. I know. I know. Who knows, man? You know, that's the magic. What we're talking about right now is is the chase. It's in yeah. color in particular, in color theory. It's all in our heads, right? There was a salmon fisherman in out of, I think, the West Coast uh, for sure almost. I think his name was Dr. Kiyorama or Kagirama or something. And he studied the color cone receptors. He was an ophthalmologist, by the way. In a salmon's eye to explain why some of those popular color combinations in salmon flies worked so well because of their color cone receptors. Now, what we do know about bass is this for a fact. This is from Berkeley. See, here's the education before, coming. That bass's eyes are geared towards contrast. 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 Yeah, I'll go with that. Contrast. So you contrast. What are contrasting colors? Black is a great contrast color, right? I mean... How many people throw straight black? Words of wisdoms, maybe from the pro. All you need is two color jigs, black and brown. But black is in the conversation. How many people throw straight black anymore? We always want flake, this, that, and the other. It's really for us, probably. But who knows? Well, I mean, probably if you were to pick one jig color in combination, it might be more deadly than any other color. Black. What? What about a black and brown rubber jig, John? You know about that, right? A black and brown rubber jig. I mean. How crazy is that? Where where would that not work? There's not or, a location. Or, or black and blue. I mean, black, black and, and blue. blue. So black is one of the highest contrasting colors. Black frogs, black topwaters, black worms, black, right? 
anyway, blue, apparently, I remember this from a study. Now it's our eyes. There was a diver deep. I think blue was the last color to disappear at depth. Is that true? Did I remember that right? I That's what you, I, I think you've said before. Yeah, yeah, I think blue. So black, you got a contrasting color with the last color to disappear at depth. I don't know. Sound off stream. This is all bullshit. Who knows? But we know black is a very high. We all have color. some different colors, though. We all do. But John, it, what but, do you think? What do you that think? That gives us confidence, man. You got to do it. I don't know. You know, when you're when you're in the jig business, it's difficult because I start when I started, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to be the other guys. I'm going to have black, brown, green pumpkin, uh, whatever, just the staples. Mm -hmm. Then you get the guy who's like, oh, do you have PB and J? I'm like, yeah, I need that. Then, <laughs> yes. And it keeps adding up. You, Summer craw. <laughs> I need a I need a brighter green and a brown. I need some so, type of so summer crop. Wait, what you're trying to do there, though? Think about it, and this might make sense. When we're trying to do things like summer crawls, excellent example, by the way. You're trying to match the hatch. Is it true that crawfish in a grass bed? This is very true. I found this super fascinating. There was a wired to fish video. They had a biologist who understood crayfish colors. And there's a vitamin when crayfish feed on the grass and it turns in particular colors. So if you're in a grass bed, pay attention to that, right? Those crayfish are going to take on a certain color because they're eating the grass and it turns their shell a particular color. Fascinating. Anyway. And, I'll and with even with that all said, I mean, there's never been a time in my life where I couldn't put a green pumpkin anything on and catch fish. You know, like it, it's always worked. So why do, why do the pros say you know, green pumpkin is you got to have it in your bag, right? I mean, you talk to any pro if they're giving you advice on right. how to narrow down your color pattern. If you're not carrying green pumpkin, that's just foolish, right? Top producer, any water yeah. quality clarity. To clear water, to dirty water, they'll find it. And on a jig, if you got a black jig, the trailer is now my accent color. I could throw red. I could throw blue. Right. I could throw uh, shit, green pumpkin. There's no rules. Why does it always have to be black and blue? It doesn't. It could be John, fire engine red, right? John, anyway. here's something for you. So Eric, I think is going to like this one too. But so you're a jig maker and you design your jigs. And basically you told your story of how you started making jigs. So the question is, what are you putting on the back end for trailers mm. uh, in your different applications? Football jigs. And then let's call it your swim jigs or flipping jigs. What's your... What what are your some of your go to trailers that you like? We can to make it even tougher. It could only carry one bag for each application. What's your one number one? Football yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Very, very good, Eric. I have always thought that the part that I want them to eat should look exactly like the creature they're trying to eat. Hmm. So I have three hundred like <laughs> three hundred <laughs> bags of. Crazy Legs, Chigger Cross, Green Pumpkin. <laughs> and, and there are, I have a 12-inch long peg. I have a 12-inch long peg, and they are crammed on. And then next to it is a Bass Mafia bag with loose, just filled to the top. Unbelievable. Every, what size, Dan? Threes or fours? Four. 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 It's a four-inch. Yep. Don't they have a smaller one, too? The, yeah, the Chigger Craw? Yeah. The chicken crawl, but he's talking about the crazy legs. This crazy is the crazy leg. leg. I like got this, yeah. John. This I didn't is hear the, the crazy color. part. This is the color I threw when I caught that sixty-three on your damn jigs, baby. I'm right there. There's nothing else. There are no secrets. No nothing. I feel one hundred percent 
that the attractor to the bait is the skirt in a football head. The attractor, the motion and the color lets them see it. And they're smart enough to, to see what's in the center of that wrapping paper that you're, you just busted open and, and they're going to get the part you want them to because the trailer is attached to the hook. The skirt is attached to the head. True. true it's a crazy true, true. concept, but I've always felt like that. Whenever I, I mean, I have fished some crazy, crazy colors, yeah. but the trailer is always the same. And I learned that from a guy, I'm going to say 15 years, eh, 15 years ago. Um, he was using, he, we were fishing, we were fishing deep trees, uh, at Shelbyville, Illinois. Okay. It was a, uh, it was a state qualifier and I was the guy that was matchy matchy. I wanted, if I had a black and blue jig, I had a black and blue trailer. If I had, if I had a brown, uh, skirt, I had a brown trailer. I was that guy. Had to be perfect. They had to match. I wanted it to look like one animal, one one thing. Mm-hmm. And then the I was a co angler in the state qualifier, and this dude was throwing a green jig that was like a dollar fifty. It was like the rattleback jig from like Walmart, <laughs> and he had a band aid colored a band aid colored zoom chunk trailer on it, <laughs> green and band aid color. He's four pounder, four pounder three pounder i'm like Ooh, you're pin- you're wearing brown Band- shoes and a black belt buddy you know <laughs> band-aid color <laughs> it was horrible but he was catching fish why because they were targeting the band-aid color as the part they wanted to eat and he yeah, knew that and, and contrast that- but but contrast yes contrast. the contrast the contrast man that contrast right. band-aid color freaking trailer on a green a green or a watermelon watermelon it was like green it was like this is green. again a, what were those called rattleback from oh denny brower like yeah rattleback jig yeah. triple rattleback they were like a dollar yeah they, they yeah. didn't even have a package they just had a it, price tag on them they just they, had they, a price they, tag <laughs> what about swim jigs john are are you putting the same are you putting a different trailer on a swim jig? Uh, you know, I use a missile bait shockwave on pretty much everything. Um, okay. I feel like. I feel be a like Midwest the, thing. I'm a crawl guy. Go ahead. Tell me your why. Yeah. I Well, I feel like. I, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm stumped by. I have. And I will tell you this. And I'll tell everybody that when I fish a football head, I swim it with a craw and I get crushed. Mm. But when I use a swim jig, I feel like I'm trying to be a bluegill. Sure. I feel like I'm trying to be a shad. I'm trying to be a perch. I'm trying to be something in a river system. I'm trying to be swimming. So I want to paddle tail. I want to look like a fish. I, I, you know, when I build a jig, I build it. So it, the profile of the jig when mm-hmm. swimming, mm-hmm. it is exactly what it does when it hangs upside down. The resistance of water 
the resistance of water holds the jig exactly like this parallel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And becomes the body of the bait fish. Right on. When I use a bait fish trailer on a swim jig, I only want to, I, I don't care what color it is. I want, it's the vibration. Sure. Only the vibration that I want out of the paddle tail. That's why I, I use the sh uh, missile shockwave. It's, it's for me, it's got enough vibration. It's not a crazy, I don't have to do any tricks. I don't have to turn it upside down to get it to not sure. ride high like a Kitek or whatever. I feel like it's the happy medium all the time because there you can use, there are guys that just use straight tail flukes uh, on a swim jig when they're trying to be subtle, no vibration. They want to be quiet and silent and, the fish could see it really well. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, no, I have guys all the time. I have guys to fish them without trailers. That's we, crazy. Isn't that wild? John, I, I've said that several shows, like I'll fish jigs without trailers sometimes. Just depends on how I design the skirt. And I, and people hear me say this all the time, but I'll even on a swim jig, I'll even put a, a zoom finesse worm on the back end and thread it on just as something dangling off the back end. This is um, this is this just in. I have to interrupt the show for this important news report. Um, uh, Bill Dance has already reached out to us and said uh, he, he's getting us for copyright infringement. He's done it. He's done it. I don't know if you guys could see that, but right there on. Let me get my camera to try to focus. It says. It says. Hold on. It says in jigs we trust. Uh, right on oh. his T-shirt. I can't oh, freaking no. believe it, man. Is that Brandon taking care of it? It's Brandon, man. That's freaking brilliant. It's so Jigs great. Try. I'll send that to you, Kuda. Well, Bill Dance, <laughs> brother, welcome to Jig Squad, dude. That's right. You take all of them, even you Tennessee fans. <laughs> Dang it, Bill. Dang it, welcome, Bill. Bill. I'm glad you got out of Furnace Bay. It's always somebody. It. You think you come up with something, and then. That's right. There it is, man. Bill Dance. That's yeah, hilarious. So All right, John, so the shockwave. Go ahead. What, what's yeah, that? Yeah, shockwave. Keep going. All right, now flipping jig, flipping trailer, flipping skipping, skippy, skippy, flippy. When I am skipping, uh, obviously it depends on what I'm fishing for. Sure. You know, if what I'm trying to be, because I, I've in plenty of tournaments have skipped a swim bait and a swim jig. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is when you're I mean, early spring, when you're, you know, they're protecting beds and stuff like that. You want to swim one past it. Uh, but when I'm skipping, when I'm throwing a dock, when I'm flipping, it's a uh, beaver. Yeah. I, I okay. take a beaver, I bite off a quarter inch, screw it on, and it is as flat as a pancake. Sure and, enough. You know, I trim out the inside of the skirt. Um, so I'm 50% probably on skirt. Um, I saw one of the tips that the, one of your other guys, uh, what was God, Omerta? Brian's custom. Yeah. Omer oh yeah. Brian, cut Brian, out the material cool. on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. He cut or just tying it that way. Yeah. Tied that way. Yeah. He ties yeah, it that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great idea. I'm going to try it. I'm going to steal it. I'm not it's gonna one of, it's, it. I'll tell you that technique of, of design is probably one, you know, there's lots of cool little tips, but in terms of a solid just design idea, Evan Luda, like, 
it's like this is not a complicated thing, but here he is. Like you look at his jig, and it's like he's got a flat, flat-bottomed, Arky-styled head, and he just—it's like this is phenomenal, and it's such a great concept. And he—he he goes as far. What is crazy about what Evan says from Omerta Tackle? He says he'll go as far as to say that he can outcast himself if he was to switch from a regular jig to a jig with the material not on the bottom three times more he could get three times better of a skipping cast under docks that's that's freaking pretty darn impressive and i i'm gonna do the same thing john i'm i'm stealing his idea and i'm gonna make some for myself and use it i want to see if it works wait a minute that's not supporting jig makers of america you buy his goddamn jig well i don't buy people's jigs i make my own and i asked evan i even asked evan i said evan how do you feel about people designing jigs like that? Is there a difference between people just designing like that or people selling jigs like that? He goes, yeah, there's a difference. And he said Fair that. Enough. Fair enough. You know, so not, this isn't something I wouldn't sell. Cause I, Eric, do you remember we had that conversation about how we give credit to the designers of, you know, it came before us or that gave us big those time. ideas. So big time, big I would time. follow that pathway. I wouldn't rogue the, them tip, completely. Tip, tip of the hat, tip of the hat. It's a great you, design. You don't want to fool with Omerta, man. Dude, these Italian nah, guys are crazy. Nah. They start talking to you. They throw spaghetti sauce at you. I mean, there's all kinds no, of things man. they're going to do. La vendere yeah. contra tutti la jig familia. Listen to what you I just said. La, ven, the la, vendere, la vendere e contra tutti la jig familia. That means Sounds the delicious. The vendettas against the whole jig family. Not just Evan. The hey. whole jig family. Hey, the whole squad's ready. Come on. <laughs> We're, oh, we're, we we got shot town action, baby. We we are Omerta. We are Jig all Omerta. <laughs> man. It's like South Side, North Side, Shy Town. Oh God, dude. We How had him it? on. We love him. He's part of the family. What about Evan, a jig, what about a jig maker? Code of silence. Yes, code, code of, of silence. Right. Yes. Yes. He no, couldn't just, hide that one because he sells that jig. Like it's not like this is just like his own little jig style. He sells jigs like that. You know, no, which his, is crazy. His, the name of his company is Omerta. That is, is the code of silence. That's right. The and the whole concept is is like if you're fishing a jig and you got this thing and he makes a jig for a guy that's working. He that's will correct. never sell that jig to anybody else. He's never going to tell him what what he makes. His special formulation is just you know, that you. color combination, whatever it is, it's there. You know, you know Loyalty. how hard it is. Here, mm. get get this. So that's a fact. I, Let's see what I John says about this because I'm sure he's got guys like this too. Oh, this yeah, is horrible for fiends, me, man. Uh-oh. This is horrible for me because why I fish against, against uh, these guys. That's so true. I, there are times where that, I'm literally bringing bullets. I'm bringing bullets for these guys. In seven different guys. Tournament. The top five in the tournament are all using my jig. Oh my gosh! I, I love it. I, I love it, and it it's makes good me feel business. good that they trust their tournament to it. But yeah. when you literally have a guy that's not catching fish in a tournament, all you know, he's in top ten once or twice a year. And he buys them, and he goes, "Dude, I took third. <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, I took four. Thanks." You know, exactly. So it's it's hard dang. because here to it answer is. your question, you got guys that come to me and go, "Hey, can you do this, this?" And they buy fifty of them, and you go, Ugh, "Yeah, I, that's what I use." But now I can't use it because if you see it on the deck of my boat, you're going to think that I'm copying you. I'm copying you, right? I got to retire mm. the color. 
Yeah, it's, yep, it's true. It is. Or it's true. you're like, oh, is that what you're doing? <laughs> you know. John, let me ask you a question. Um 20, 2022 for Dem Jigs. So you have some personal things you're going to be doing, fishing the individual and team tournaments up in the on the Wisconsin Trail, right? Mm -hmm. But besides yeah. that, company-wise for Dem Jigs, what um what what are you hoping to accomplish in 2022? Is there anything different, more of the same? What's what's the plans for 2022 for for Dem Jigs? I'm going to say that I have some irons in the fire, and my goal for 2022 is to be able to direct people from my website to where they can buy my jigs. Okay. I don't, not that I don't like it. I, I love when you get an order and there's seven jigs and they're all a different color and you make them and you go to the post office and it, that's, that's how things began. You know, that's people trying you out going, Hey, I want one of each. Uh, you make those, you send them. And then that person orders 10 or 15 the next time of this color. Cause that was their favorite. Um, I want to be able to, I want to be able to tie like where my passion is. You know what I mean? I want to be able to tie mm. um, and, and tie for myself, tie for some close friends, tie for some pros that use this stuff and don't really, you know, need a name behind it. Um, there are a lot of things that I want to do. I want to keep it niche. I want to keep it underground, the hand tie. And then I want, the banded jig and the more mass produced. If that sounds like it, it's still designed. It's still quality. It's not, I mean, and I can't knock another hook. I can't say, Oh, you, you don't want to buy it because I'm friends with so many jig makers and they use these hooks. We just have different ideas, you know? So when I say, well I, said, I want to sell something that somebody looks at, in a picture and goes, that's cool. And then gets it and says, that's even cooler. And then uses it and catches fish and uses it and has confidence in it and uses it. And then loves it so much that they tell somebody else about it. That's a product to be proud of. Heck and yeah. that's what a business is for. Sure. To make people love your product. So they buy it and tell two friends. But the goal for 2022 to to answer your question is to have someone giant sell your jig. There you go. That's so, a great comment, John. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something. Um, I so everyone I wind up talking to through this jig squad experience, there's always little things that you know. Well, there's lots of things I pick up from a lot of different people, right? I just believe like there's parts of relationships that we have with other people and you know, that excite us, that we're drawn to things. They say things that motivate us. And I, and I want to tell you something that one of the things that you had said that um, just made me feel, I, I'm going to be honest, really good about why I'm doing jig squad, why I put this time in on this, why I've done these things. It reinforced a lot of that to me. And I want to tell you what it was because it was important to me. And you had said that, I'm excited about designing jigs again and that um, from just being a designer 
And it wasn't even about the business end. And I am happy I heard the business end because that's kind of your story and who you are, right? But when you said that about you and you said, I want to come on the show and just be a designer. And I'm proud of you for saying that because that excites me. It just makes me, it reminds me that our relationships that we form with each other and this whole experience of chatting on a YouTube channel, I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. But I, I just want to tell you that that's the exact reason why like I, I, I'm doing this and I love this. And I think, frankly, I don't want to speak for Eric, but I'm going to say this, that that motivates him to be part of the Jig Squad discussions, right? No, heck yeah, dude. That's and why I'm here. I'm so proud to hear you say those things. And and, and and if it and, and and if it's only because of how we're just trying to put Jig Squad out there and what it is, if that's how it made you feel, then hey, we're doing what we're supposed to do, right? Right on, brother. And so I appreciate that so much because those, I mean, you guys got to understand. So, so, so this is everyone around the country, and even some there's people in other countries that are going to see the show on replay. But you got to understand, Dem Jigs is like a, it's like a, a, a cult experience in the chicago or or southern wisconsin area like that's pretty cool people that fish lake geneva and delavan and even into the great lakes like everyone knows them jigs whether they fish them all the time or know about john or things like that i mean around here like many of you maybe know the name brovarney for the swim jigs but you gotta understand them jigs is like them jigs is up there too or in our area and if anyone deserves to go on a larger scale, it's Dem Jigs, you know. Um, John's been around a long time. John, I, I'm telling you, one time I'm going to get you on, too, for another show, and we're going to do, like, a Chicago feature. Eric, we'll get you on, too, going back to talk about, like, a show about Lee's because that'll be a whole other show sometime. But, I mean, I don't yeah. know, dude. These are the things that excite me. So tell me one more thing. I want you to have a chance to talk about what you're going to be fishing this year because you're fishing a very second year of this, a very unique um, opportunity coming out of Wisconsin, right? So you want to talk about that a little bit, about what you're going to be fishing? Um, yeah, yeah. No, there. Uh, a couple of years ago, they, they started. In fact, I think it was 2019 was their first year. Uh, a, out of Appleton, Wisconsin, head-to-head -head fishing uh, was a uh, bracket format, and and I don't want to say they. I, I've never seen anything like it, and it interested in me. Uh, you know, did they, they came spin, down. John, did they spin out of the Wisconsin Bass Federation? I mean, was it the Wisco Bass that started that those individual? Or one-on-one -on -one tournaments, or was it no. not? That's not the case. No, um, isn't it the guy from the Real Shot? The owner, the owner of the Real Shot, uh, Brian, yeah, uh, Keller, yep, is the is the brainchild behind head-to-head -head fishing. It was something that he wanted to do, and you know, he's the type of guy to say, "Hey, I, if I can make it happen, I'm going to do it." And this is how I want it to work. And this, and he, you know, he's like any of us when you have a passion for something. You know, you go and you get the the split screens and all the cameras and all the stuff. And you say, if I could do this, I'm going to do it right. You know, created a, a, a production company, uh, fixed uh, production. Just it's a it's an amazing thing. Uh, Very cool. He wanted to put bass fishing back into the mainstream. Uh, you know, 
Bassmaster and all these guys that are putting it on FX2. They're doing all this live stuff, but they were doing this live stuff before. You know, it was split screen, you versus this guy, uh, 16 guys in a bracket. Um, I was fortunate to win the first event that I went in. And, Pretty cool. Uh, it was it was an amazing experience. I wanted to do more. I wanted to be a part of it. Um, now, this year, they, they took a year off last year and went walleye. But this year, they're going bass again. They've upped the ante. Uh, it's a higher entry fee, a higher prize to win, and and it's teams. So now that's cool. You got sixteen teams in a bracket format. There's, you know, it's going to be amazing. And they're that's fishing very some, cool, man. Yeah, they're fishing some local lakes. Uh, for me, uh, Lake Geneva is my home body of water, and wow. there are sixteen teams fishing it. And they are all studs. Every single one of them. Stud teams. Yeah. If somebody just picked one name out of the 16 and said it out loud, I go, okay, they could win. And John, there's going to be some big time names coming in to fish this thing next year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's uh, a lot of pros fishing. A lot of guys that, yeah, there's, there's a lot of guys that are, uh, that fish the opens. There's, there are guys that fish. Wow. And take my money. There are a lot of guys that that do this on this lake all, all the time, you know. Wow. Um, one of the names stands out because, I mean, back back in the day, I was I I was a co angler on the Elite Series uh, in 07, I believe, and I stayed right next to Kevin Worth. Uh, Kevin oh, Worth cool. Was fishing it. He will never remember me, and not in a million years, uh, but. I, you know, he is fishing his 17 Bassmaster Classics, you know, and I'm fishing against this dude. That's pretty um, cool. You know, there's Chris legitimate Grove. legitimacy to it. Like Ken, Ken and some of the other guys in chat even said, like, they, they loved watching the videos of it with the cameramen in the boat. And I definitely think, I mean, that year off didn't 100% help. But the thing is, that it's going to pick up more steam. So I, I'm kind of excited. It's. It's yeah. uh it's a cool thing. I'm interested to see what becomes of it all, you know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta um you gotta keep doing it. And I and I'm not one to tell I mean it's it's always easy to be that uh armchair quarterback or whatever. Um whatever it takes them to continue to do it, if they could just keep doing it, it's it's almost like a diet, you know, who mm-hmm. loses weight dieting one day. You know, you got to keep doing it to get progress. And and if they build it, which they have, you know, they're going to get the viewers. You know, it's hard when you look and you see that some kid uh, making a lure out of a GoPro and catching a bass gets a million views, but a tournament circuit gets 2,600. So crazy. Right? And you go. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> what the heck? Right. Anyway, I want I wanted to show this before the stream ends because I feel like we're winding down. Kuda. Yeah, a little bit. This a little is, bit. Th- th- this is my little make me big, man. Make me big. I want to make show, me man. big, bam. So that's a little tungsten ball head, John. That's that little perch rig, man. See it with that gamakatsu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Big old eye, and uh, anyway, like a three sixty, and that's a gamakatsu. Look, G lock hook, man. See the tipped up point in red. Yeah. Who that's knew? Awesome. So Eric, right. 
Eric, I'm gonna say something. I don't want to. And this came I, through cover pretty damn good, dude. Eric, I'm gonna tell you something, and I I haven't said it because I know you've talked about that eyeball that 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 had lure, but oh my god, I can't believe I'm even gonna say this. So Eric, Eric, that style head, Eric got that head. That's where'd you say, Eric? You got is it Europe, <laughs> European somewhere, right? Somewhere, man. I don't know. I was well, listen, the internet, I'm gonna know, like, <laughs> oh, is I it a Xander? A Xander lure? I can't it, even that's believe what, I'm gonna say that, this. That's what it is. All right. Well, you know, listen, Brennan Chapman. If you're still out in chat, don't ever say that I don't do anything for, this for my is love. Tough. This is, love tungsten. Company. this is tungsten, by the way. So if you could pour tungsten, so, let me know. So be it. You enjoy your tungsten. All I'm telling you is do it I, mold I does have that mold. I love and it. It's out of stock. And Ooh. I've been waiting for it to come back into stock. And I probably should have waited till after I got the mold and yeah. it came back in stock to ever mention it here. But shit, this is what we do. So do they not bring it up? A, but do it do it mold has that mold do down to eighth ounce they, sizes. Eight three sixteenths quarter. Good. Do they make it in a like a little pointy head to come through grass as well? Because there's a little sled head I got. I just dropped yeah. it. Damn yeah, it. that's your that's your fancy tungsten so, one. No, no, Eric. the sled head was lead. Do they make a sled head one too? Like the uh, I don't know. You got to show me what the sled head looks like. Yeah, I I, listen, I will tell you this: there's going to be a couple of new molds coming out from doing molds though that Hold people on. might be interested in. So I, I got to get into my bag. Eric, stay, I'm, stay I'm tuned for that. I'm disappointed because you, I, I tied you a shaky, uh, shaky head. <laughs> I tied you a shaky head with living rubber. And... Oh, man. I'm so pissed off. I got it. <laughs> Damn it. I didn't know you freaking FedEx. There it is, Kuda. See it? Oh, yeah. Oh, gee, I haven't seen that before. Hold on, Eric. Let me make you big. I want to see it a little closer. See the if can oh, anybody, I got you. Can anybody read that? <laughs> what does that say? I don't, I don't know. even know, man. I don't know. Yeah, man. Chibruska. Very cool. So, John, anyway. listen, it was awesome having you on, buddy. I um I do want to get you on again down the line. And um, I I kind of want to hang out and have a beer. We're gonna have to get together this season yeah. a little bit, and um, I'm gonna have to head up your way. Yeah, so. you could you know what I have. Three three bar stool three bar stools a big TV and my tying station is. Can you guys live? Can you guys live stream me in for that meeting? Yeah, you, you want to yeah. do it? Hey, John, let me ask you a question. Do you before we get out of here? Do you want to do a little? Um, do you even want to show that little your the tying thing, or you want to save that for another time? Uh, can you pull can... it off with the laptop, or is that going to cause problems? Yeah, no, I can spin it around. All right. Give me so you want so here I'm going to say one word on this. John designed basically modified a tying uh, vice in order to increase the efficiency of his tying, and I want him to have a chance to show this. Um, if you could do it, John. You want to you want to kill me, and I'll readjust the. Do you need to? Yeah. You want I, me to, oh, you want me to bring you out for a minute, and then when you're yeah, ready. All right. When you're ready, I'll bring you back in. So John, he's gonna, he's gonna do a demonstration. He's he's gonna pull out. Um, he's made a modification to his uh, vice that he's really he he loves. He's excited he's, about. He's gonna show it. He's Whoa. backstage. He hasn't left. I just pulled him out for a second as he moves. No, this but thing he's around. gonna show it. I can't believe he's gonna show it. This is awesome. I mean, last week we had a tying demonstration. I know. This week you're going to show a custom vice. Oh, yeah. Hold on. This I'm going to add so him back cool, in. This is so cool, man. This is oh, so cool. He's getting close. What so hold on, John. Man. I'm going to make you big, too. 
Okay, that's hot. It's got a clip. Oh, yeah, Jack, we see it good. What in the heck? That's perfect. All right. Let me get this. This is awesome. Kuda, this is awesome. I had to do it because this is the show capper. John showed this to me. John showed this to me. He told me about it like a month and a half ago, right? I'm tripping. Look at that. And then he showed me, and I go, that's for holding skirt material, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah, he's got a pair of pliers sitting there. Yes, I'm trying to figure this out. This man. is how he Low electrifies mama. his jigs. This is <laughs> look how sexy that is. Look at those bits. Look at that organization. Whole squad ready. This is why we're the jig squad, folks. Squad ready, baby. All right. <laughs> I guess it really doesn't matter what color. No, as, it doesn't as matter as, as long as it's black. <laughs> <laughs> or brown. <laughs> we good? Can you see? Yeah, you. It looks great. Dude, you are. You are perfect. All right. This is so crazy. Look at this, man. Tabs coming together. I love it. This this is all right. So this is crazy, right? Uh, I'm dying over here. Here, let me do this. I'm just gonna do an orange bottom and a green top, right? Perfect. Yes. Beautiful. What? Whoa. Whole squad ready. This is why we do this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look was, at that. I was struggling, tired of custom chatter make today. Oh, my God. No way. You can put material wherever right. you want. Wherever you want. Got my handy-dandy wire coming through. The table. Look, look at that. You see that wire over there, guys? Look at this. So this goes around the neck, creates a hoop, come through. What the hell just happened? Magic. Kuda, that took all of about, I don't even know. You guys thought I was ready to just blow out of here without some extra magic at the end. No way. Boom. <laughs> That's the fastest I've ever seen of a tie jig. That that extended clamp being further out is phenomenal. I mean, you can use little hair clips, and I'll use that. And, and but to have that clamp pulling that material further away is phenomenal. John, that's beautiful, John. Wow. So here's the deal. So this thing, I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, we could see it. Yeah, we could see it. This device, I saw this on a vice. It was like a $400 or $500 vice. I saw this. And what it was was a bobbin holder. A bobbin holder. There was a thing coming out that held your bobbin. Yes. Right? And so I saw it. I grabbed one. I had a buddy in a shop duplicate it. So this is like a trombone. This thing goes in and out. Yeah. So I'm going to make Shorter jig, shorter <laughs> jig, longer jig, right? <laughs> Up or down, whatever. What? So now it, it's just completely hands-free. That's phenomenal. John. And I appreciate John, I appreciate you showing that because you didn't need to show people that, but it's a super cool tool. And guys, listen, if you can figure out if you got a vice with a bobbin holder, if you don't have a, a device with a bobbin holder, you can always buy a a, 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 um, a screw on to the main shaft of your vice 
add on bomb and holder and, and modify and try and make adjustments yourself to try and make that piece. Just try and be creative. No, no. Um, no, just, I'm, just I know I'm going to try and make 60, one. I got 60 of them. Uh, I, I, I'm ordering mine right now. <laughs> oh no, my I'll God. just send, I'll send it to you because here's the deal. I took, you know what a welding rod is? Yes. Yeah. So this. That's all that is, is a welding rod? This is a welding rod no. that I bent around a piece of PVC to make it round. Yeah. And then I soldered a battery clip on it. I That's put so some cool. tubing on it just so it yeah. didn't wasn't metal. Yeah. You have more of those, John? Can I, can I buy one of those from you? Yeah. I'm in, wow. dude. So. So this is a fun this is a funny story about this thing. So I was at Lee's, I was at Lee's and uh I was I had an individual that was in there who's a pro fisherman, his name's Shin Fukai. Oh, Shin. the finesse master, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> and, Just and a he, random Joe. He's one so, of my favorites. So my guy, my my buddy John, the owner of Lee's, goes, John, John, show him your jig, show him your jig. So I'm showing him the jigs. And he's like, oh, I can't. Thank you. I can't. I have a jig sponsor, blah, blah, blah. And I was tying him in the hallway. And he came out and he goes, forget your jig. What's that? <laughs> he wanted this tying thing. And I gave it to him. And I gave it to him. And, oh, wow. I mean, it was this thing has eliminated needing. And when if I should probably do a video to describe the things that you could do with it, because I can create a jig and have materials because they're pinched and taut. I can have them exactly where they need to be using that. Do you remember that, uh, that twisting technique that I was telling you? Yep. About? John, I got you. Yep. Isolate the color in a twist yes. stays right where you need to get it. I could do a rainbow jig. I could keep, isolate every single color with this because it just holds That's it still. So and then you tie it when it's. That's so tight. awesome. Great, great deal, buddy. Man, John. Thank you for showing us, John. That's unbelievable. No, thanks for bearing with me and looking at it. It's probably not the best demonstration, but. Uh, oh, no. Uh, that was spot on and perfect. There were people, like, geeking out in the comments. People right love now. it. People he goes, love he it. goes, he goes, there's 58 people in chat now. You'll have two left at the end of the night. <laughs> the funny thing is, it's like nobody realizes the thought that went into this little tying station. Yes. Because my tools are sitting on magnets because I was tired of I'm dropping pliers into the garbage. And, you know, I, I mean, look at this. Oh, yeah. Can you see this one? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, oh, these that's are, so these, cool. These are articulated. Hold on. Hold on. Let me move this thing. This is even better. We got an articulated oh tool holder. Oh, my God. You got to like this that. The tool holders. Pliers. Wow. Oh, I see you just gave me an idea. I have those magnetic strips that I've gotten from like Harbor Freight. I'll just drill them underneath the desk and then swing them. That's Here's a great a idea, dude. You put a you put a hole in the back and then you put a uh, piece of wood with two yes. screws and that keeps them from falling. They slide back and forth. I'm telling you, when you see it, you're gonna go, okay. Lots that's of good ideas tonight. Brilliant. Here, man. Hold on. One last thing. One last thing. No, oh, way. I love it. Hey, Gary, Gary Ang said one you thing. See the wire or no? Oh yeah. yeah. It, it's it's on a screw through the table. <laughs> that's so perfect. Can that's you see it? Beautiful. Yeah. 
I love the little shop tips, John. That's the best. You know, I'll tell you, half of the stuff that I've done, I mean, you learn from other people, right? Yes. Uh, I used to sit here like an idiot when you get like a banded skirt and and I'd sit here with a tool and separate. Yeah. yeah. And then Ryan Whitaker goes, Done. <laughs> 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 anyway, those are That's hilarious. Wow, man. John, this was awesome, buddy. I I do want to get you back on again. Um, Yeah, it was awesome, dude. You guys remember, I never say this, but I'm going to start saying it. Remember to hit the like and subscribe, share the stream, tell your friends about it. Our community is as strong as we make it, and you are part of it. John, I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight, brother. It's been fantastic, and I hope to get you on again. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, uh, what wire gauge do you use? Because there's yeah, wire aspect. gauge. Yeah, there's been people asking. 20, 26, 26. That's my number. But, but there's a there's a key, mm. and and I obviously I'm not sponsored by anybody like Menards, but Menards sells these silly little pliers. Yeah. Okay, and the reason they're successful with 26 gauge wire is there are no teeth. Ah. It's smooth. Okay. If you have teeth. It'll cut Breaks. it. Very nice. interesting. Whoa. Yeah. 26, 26 gauge. I've been using black 26 gauge artistic wire from Beadalon for nine years, probably. Unbelievable. That's good to know. Black copper. I I like the black 26 myself. Good tip. <laughs> John, mm. thank you very much, buddy. This was epic. Oh, thanks for having me. It was an absolute honor oh, to be awesome, here with you guys. Thank you, buddy. Like it was fun. We're gonna do it again. I do. I think we should do a fun little throwback to the Chicago fishing scene one one time, oh, maybe dude, this summer. Don't, I don't think you understand what you're about to unleash because that's gonna be a JDM that like deep it dive. is. It's gonna be Boom. JDM because Lee's. I I know I know Lee. I remember when Lee, John and I know when like. Lee started. We had talked about it for like an hour. It was crazy, but that's for John another time. Out. It'll be a show and tell. Like, oh yeah, my God. it'll no, be fun. Yeah. We'll have to. You guys will have to show me how to zoom in on stuff because I got some stuff from. Oh yeah, the nineties that were mega bass things that lots they of just, crazy stuff. Yeah, things that we didn't even know what it was. <laughs> All right, you guys. Listen, we'll go out. <laughs> We'll go on forever, but John, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you a ton. Uh, everyone out there, live in chat, or whether you're watching on replay, we are Jig Squad. You, you are Jig Squad. We appreciate you a ton. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. And we thank are you. out. Thank you, everyone. You know it, man. Right, don't forget that next day package. I'm going. I'm going to the Eric's mailbox. got a check. I'm, I'm walking the hell out of my house and going. Eric's <laughs> got a check. Peace, everyone. <laughs>